You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, good morning. Well, after looking at the tape again, we're very proud of our effort. Um, but unfortunately, you know, our, our opponent made more plays than we did. And, um, you know, our staff and our players, there's nobody in this building that's more upset um, and um, disappointed that we couldn't get that done on Saturday night, especially with a great crowd. Homecoming, you know, celebrating the 91 championship team. Do appreciate all the support, all the fans that came out and, um, and you know, honoring uh or that th- the, the, the 1991 national championship team. But, uh, you know, we're upset. We're disappointed. We know there's a few plays here or there. We make those plays and we stop a couple of plays and then, then we have a different result. And that's why we're back to work uh, to change the, the result. And uh, we went back out there today and, and, and had a, a really good practice. And now we get the opportunity to, to have a different result on Friday night. Questions? Just going back through film, how do you assess uh, Dylan's game and what led to those two interceptions? Yeah, there's a lot of positives too. You know, he th- threw a lot of strikes. Uh, was really good on third down. Um, you know, the awesome pass there to, to roam in the back of the end zone to get us to 17 to 10. So, you know, a lot of positive plays too. You know, and then of course uh, the negative plays, which we I know he wants back and our our, our team wants back. Um, you know, we just we we got to be better. We got to be make, we got to make those plays. Those are a couple of plays where UCLA made the play and we didn't. Um, I do like our aggressiveness that we're trying to go after it and go get it and uh, and make some plays downfield. And uh, UCLA made those two plays, so we got to learn from it and we got to keep attacking. And um, hopefully, the next time around, those plays go our way. What can you do to get the run game going more? Yeah, we got to make sure. Um, you know, obviously, schematically, we're setting our guys up for success. Coaches, it always starts with us first. And then we got to go out there and execute. Um, you know, UCLA is a top-run defense in our conference right now. Uh, we actually got some more yards on them than most opponents have in, in 2021. But still wasn't good enough. But it was one of the better uh, run games against that defense all year long. But again, we just got to continue to to force the issue. We got to we got to set up schematically better, and then of course we got to block and we got to run. There's something schematically about the the positions you guys have put Kamari Pleasant in when, when he gets the ball that has contributed to, to him maybe having a little more success than some other guys. Oh, I don't think no, I don't think so. No, he's in there the same amount of plays that um, our other running backs are in there. Uh, same formations. There's not. Uh, there's not like an exact formation in a play that's just run for Kamari. No. He's third on the team right now in carries. Uh, after the success that he's had with the ball in his hands, is there more of an emphasis on getting him going earlier and more consistently? Yeah, you know, like I say, like, we really like all of our backs. And, um, it's, you know, it's, it seems like we get these questions, all, hey, you know, Rich is doing good, whether it's back the last year. And then he gets more carries. Sean gets more carries. And then Kamari has a game. So why isn't Kamari playing? We have, we have really good backs. We have really good backs. And it's, it's um, awesome to be able to get a fresh running back in there, especially after, like, this last game, Sean had a bunch of uh, carries early on. And now he's starting to wear down a little bit. And then we get a fresh running back in there. And all of a sudden, he's breaking tackles and breaking through for some big gains. And a lot of that is because he's fresh. And um, it's uh, 
definitely a positive that we have so many quality backs that we feel comfortable putting back there. Jimmy, on the opposite side, the run defense, talk about kind of why you still think you're searching for answers there. Yeah, no, it's, we definitely, we got to get better. We got to get way better. And it's been an emphasis for the last uh, month and it's going to continue to be an emphasis. We, we have to get better. We have to tackle better. Uh, we have to get, get off blocks. Um, we have to read, uh, read our keys better. It starts in practice, and we we got to we got to go put a, a better result uh, this Friday night and stop on the run. You know, we stopped the run better in these last few games. Then uh, we're going to give our op- our offense more of an opportunity to be on the field more and, and score some points. And of course, we're going to keep points off the board. And um, it's something that we uh, are continually to, to try to get better at, and we have to fix. And it starts with us as coaches. How surprised are you? Go back to what you thought about this team over the offseason. How surprised are you that we're sitting here in the middle of October talking about a team that's having a hard time running the ball and a hard time stopping the run? Yeah, um, I, I, I guess I would say that, uh, you know, we definitely had a lot of confidence going from spring into, into training camp. And I think, you know, at this point, I think we should have been, we, we should be running the football better and we should be stopping the run better. Um, you know, especially on the offensive side of the ball with, you know, with our, with our offensive line, you know, intact and, and, and we didn't lose anybody and we brought a lot of guys back and all of our running backs back. Um, I do feel like we should be running the ball a lot better. You know, on defense, we still had some young guys that this is kind of their turn now to be the starters at our, in our, in our defensive line and outside linebackers. And so we're still working through, um, the maturation process of those guys. Um, and we'll get there. We will get there. You mentioned this, but you guys are one and three in one score games. There have been a lot of close games. How do you teach a team to, to finish? Is that something that you can tangibly do, or how do you just go about doing that? Yeah, no, it, it is. It is. It's, uh, it's a mindset. It's a mindset, and it's something that we you know harp on and talk about going back to mat drills, about finishing and mat drills and, um, you know, Mat drills are our drills we do in the off season, and they're competitive drills against each other. Um, whether it's one on one or offense against defense, it's it's definitely a mindset. And our players know that they're right there on the doorstep, and we have to finish. We have to make those plays when when we're down in the you know the final minutes of a game. We've done it before, and you know, we did it in in 2021, and excuse me, in 2020, and we've done it. You know, obviously this year. So those guys know the taste of it, but we got to have the 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 uh, the confidence and the willingness, which I know we have the willingness to go out there and compete all the way to the end. And that's what our guys have done. They fought all the way to the end. They fought all the way to the end. And um, now we can't get discouraged that it hasn't gone our way these last two weeks. We got to keep pushing, keep pushing and keep working. And the result will, will go into our favor. Are those close games something that your team is built for or how can you guys just avoid those close games. Yeah, we, we you have to be built for close games. So yes, we're built for close games. And um, you know, when we're firing on all cylinders in all three phases, then it doesn't have to be a close game. And um, that's what we're, we're working to do. Now we know this: we're playing in a in a conference that's very even, and there's talent on each and on everybody's team. And you guys see the results of all the different PAC 12 games going on this year and really, really around the country. Every, every game has been close. Um, and so we would love to, to make it easy on, on the fans and, and ourselves by, by getting a, you know, coasting to an easy victory, um, by multiple touchdowns. 
Uh, but we also got to prepare ourselves that we're going to be in some battles. We're going to be in some dogfights, which we've been in the last three weeks. Our offense isn't playing well. Everybody's the first thing they want to do is make a change at quarterback. Say, say it again. When the offense isn't doing as well as it should be, the first thing everybody points at is changing the quarterback. Is there a chance we could see a change at quarterback? Yeah. Um, I don't think we are nowhere near that point right now. Um, we are... <laughs> a couple of plays away guys of being and I know we're not we're one and two in conference and that's what our record is and that's what we are uh, but if you go back to the last two games we're one two plays away from being three and oh in conference and so um, we're close and we got to keep working we got to keep getting better and make sure we can change those results and so there's not going to be any panic button put pushed here where all of a sudden we're just going to be rotating in and guys out at certain positions especially an important position like quarterback it says silence, first game back. It's awesome. <laughs> I would have said it with flying colors. Um, and I probably would have said that with, with him just taking one rep. Um, there's not many people that can come back from that injury in six months and go out there and play <laughs> in a college football game um, at that level. And so he played, he had 10 reps, had a bunch of quarterback hurries. He was effective um, in rushing the quarterback. And uh, maybe not show up in the stat line, but if you watch the film and you watch the clips that he was in, the quarterback was hurried. And so he came out of the game healthy, and I would expect him to have more plays uh, this Friday night. Without getting you in any more trouble, the fourth and one, you guys have different cameras, different in trouble. Am I in trouble? I didn't know that. <laughs> well, if you say the wrong thing, <laughs> take a look at that fourth. You guys, were, you, guys were push, you guys were pushing it on Saturday. <laughs> I didn't really say anything. On your film? No, I didn't see anything different. You know, I thought his, I thought he, he was stopped, and they blew the play dead. And but they said they confirmed it, and it was a touchdown. And so again, I'm at the 20 yard line. I can't go beyond the 20. They're the ones on the goal lines. They have a better vantage point than I do. And so that was the call they made. We we can't change the call. We have to, and we're not going to sit here and just argue calls. Uh, There's a lot of other things leading up to that point where we could have avoided that touchdown. And so, yeah, I thought we stopped him. They said it was a touchdown, so it's a touchdown. Jimmy, uh, Ray's Porter is eighth in the country in punting average, and I think he seems like a real glue guy in the locker room too. Can you assess both what he's getting done and also how important he is to the program? Yeah, uh, awesome question, Mike. I love it. He is. Uh, it's been so. It's so been so great just seeing his growth well since he's been here. You know, from walk on to not even, he wasn't even going to touch the field to now rising all the way through to our starting punter, one of the best punters in our conference. And I didn't even realize he was eighth in the country um, and one of the better punters in the country. Um, I go back to Saturday night, one of the key plays, and we pointed out to the team last when we were backed up and he hammered that ball and Jacoby Covington had the, had the, uh, the tackle, completely flipped the field. One of the, one of the plays of the game. Uh, in, in Saturday night's game. But then also you just talked about his leadership. He's on our leadership council. He's one of the leaders in the locker room. Uh, he has shown what great work ethic will get you. He's risen up through, earned a scholarship, is a starter, and now one of the, one of the, the best punters in the Pac-12 in, in the country. Um, so proud of race, so, br so proud of where he, where he started and now where he's ending um, as a dog. How much progress have Sam and Patrick made behind the scenes? 
Yeah, no, every, every single day they get better. Um, and that's, that's part of our deal. We're, we're all about growing and developing and, and, um, you know, you guys saw a glimpse of, of Sam in the Arkansas state game. And you, and I, I think if you would assess his play and, and that, those few plays there, as opposed to what you guys saw in spring football and training camp, you'd probably say, okay, he's, he's making progress. And every single week, um, him and Patrick are making progress and they're getting better. I know in the depth chart it says Patrick or Sam at or. number two, right, behind Dylan. Do you guys have though, a defined pecking order for who that backup quarterback actually is, or does it depend on the situation? It says or. It says or. A little more LA started at left guard. What did you see? And then just his ability. He's participated in a lot of games, but this was his start this season. What did you see from him? Yeah, no, MJ played well. MJ played well. We're... You know, we, we've talked about this, but, um, you know, Julius and MJ are two quality football players and they've both had an opportunity to go in there and play and they're both going to continue to have opportunity to, uh, to play. MJ had a great week of practice, uh, earned the right to, to start and play. And um, he, he gave us something. He, he protected well and, and, and blocked good in the run game against a good front that does a lot. And we had uh, some of the most rushing yards against um, you know, UCLA that anybody's had in 2021. So um, he, he played good, uh, but we still got a ways to go. We got to play better. We got to play better. So the end result is a, is a victory. What kind, of, what kind of reps do the, the number two and number three quarterback get during practice? Is it, are those guys doing scout team stuff? Or are they, are they taking some snaps? Yeah. Well, I mean, without, without giving away like exactly how we do it, they get reps. Um, but of course the starter is always going to get the most reps. Uh, but those guys get in there and they're they're able to, to run the offense. We have to have those guys prepared because we're one play away from, you know, an injury, a helmet getting knocked off, whatever it is, uh, to that next guy uh, having to play. And so they get their opportunity to go out there and, and run the offense. But, of course, our starter uh, will get the bulk of the reps. I'm wondering your assessment of where Roma Dunze is at, where he has the touchdown, he has a near touchdown, he had a couple drops in that game too, but where's your assessment of where he is at this point? Yeah, and I'll just say, you know, really overall, um, I think you guys can see some of the excitement that we had for those young receivers. And you're seeing the maturation process of those young receivers. Um, they make the big play and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a couple plays that we could have had. And if we make those plays and all of a sudden we have a different result. And so that's kind of what I'm talking about with our whole team. But, you know, in talking about Rome and even talking about Jalen, you see the athleticism, you see the speed, the big play uh, making ability. They're young guys. They're young guys. And they're making plays against quality opponents. And they've also we've left some plays out there that we can that we know we're going to be able to make. And so I think they're right where they should be in terms of um, how young they are. But of course, we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep prodding to get them to play at that high level all the time. And I, and I think every single week, you're just going to see those guys get better, more confident as the weeks go by. What happened on the, on the snap by Luke? That yeah, mistake. I mean, there's a, I mean that's a, that can't happen. Um, it was a bad operation, bad snap. Daryl Mealy got in, son at right tackle a little bit. Um, without, I know you don't like talking about injuries, but was the injury to Kern or just trying something else? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Mateo's played really good in practice, and uh, we felt he deserved an opportunity to get in there and, and get some reps. Um, and that and that's hopefully what you guys have seen. You know, we feel like if, if guys have earned the right to get out there and, and get some reps, 
we're going to get him out there. And Mateo's played really well in practice. Uh, we, we love Vic, and Vic is, is obviously our starter there. But uh, we wanted to get some, um, uh, we wanted to get Mateo some reps out there, and he, and he played well. You mentioned being one play away in a lot of games. Would you be treating this situation the same if you guys were five and one versus two and four? Yes, we are always trying to grow and develop. Yes, we're never going to sit there and just go, okay, hey, oh, now we're five and zero. Oh. We're just going to stand pat and and just yeah, we, we have all this figured out. No, we, we, we're going to come in here and we're going to go back to work and we are going to try to grow and develop so we can take the next step so we can make sure we get that next victory. With, with Dylan, um, he's obviously done some good things, but, you know, with the struggles with interceptions, I think he leads the, the conference in interceptions. I don't think anyone expected that going into this season, you know, based on what we had seen. Is there a common thread in why he has struggled turning the ball over some, or is there anything that you've seen when you look over sort of his first six games this year? I don't think there's nothing, uh, not a common thread. Um, you know, there's there's a lot that goes into an interception, and I know as soon as the interception is thrown, obviously all the blame is his. You know, it's on the quarterback stat line, but there's a lot of different things that happen during an interception. It could be a uh, misprotection, and he's got somebody in his face, and now his arm gets hit. Now it's an underthrown ball, uh, a tip ball that should be that should be caught by our pass catcher, and all of a sudden it gets tipped and it gets deflected. <laughs> just a number of things that go on now we know we have to protect the football better dylan knows that we don't want to go out there and throw interceptions and there's some uh, that are squarely on his shoulders where he threw it and it was a, a not a well thrown ball but there's some other ones that where it doesn't fall on his shoulders and so um, it's no secret in our building we all know hey we got to protect the football we got to make sure we're not turning the ball over on offense and we're trying to get the ball back on defense and um We'll continue to coach it and make sure we get better at it. Gunnar Cruz and Will Palmer have both played for Arizona. Gunnar Cruz and Will Palmer have both played for Arizona's quarterback this year. Just how much, what's the difference between the two and just how do you evaluate having to prepare for two quarterbacks possibly? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, unfortunately they've had, a lot, they've had a lot of injuries at the quarterback position for them. And, um, they've played three different quarterbacks that, you know, they lost their starter and now he's, you know, he's out for the year. And, um, and then these two guys have kind of split time and they've kind of gone back and forth. Um, and that's, you know, of course some issues that's going on with them. I think they're two younger quarterbacks. They haven't played a lot of football. Uh, they've made some plays, they've made some mistakes. Um, you know, I think uh, Plummer is a little bit more, uh, he's got more escapability, can run around a little bit more. Um, but they're both, you know, big quarterbacks that can spin it. Uh, they just have limited playing at this point. Um, and so it's kind, of, it's kind of hard to really gauge. We know what we're looking for in both of them and whoever plays, but uh, they just haven't had a ton of reps to really, like, hone in on, uh, on uh, you know, their strengths and, we and weaknesses. How much did you see Bucky's impact against UCLA? Because he was out against the Oregon State game. How much did you see his impact on defense? Yeah, no, Boogie's, he's a leader. He's a natural-born leader, and his presence out there raises everybody's game. Um, he made some good tackles. Uh, still, still, he's still got to get better. Um, a couple run fits that we, we got to clean up that he that he needs to hit better. Uh, but obviously, he made the big play on the third down with the uh, pass breakup. Um, he's uh, he, he gives us all all a lift. So, uh, but he's we still got to get better. He's got to get better. He he knows he needs to play better, and he will. Arizona. What have I seen from them? Yeah. I mean, I see a team that's been in every single game, especially these last three weeks. Um, 
you know, you go down, they, they go into Autzen Stadium and it's a one score game in the middle of the fourth quarter. Um, they're at home against UCLA and it's a one score game in the fourth quarter. And then, uh, you know, they go to Boulder and it's six nothing at halftime going into the third quarter. And uh, they've been in every single game. And so I see a team that's competitive, that's trying to find their way. You know, they have a new coaching staff, uh, but they've been uh, in some tough environments against quality teams and they've hung in there all the way. And then, and then you see the end result of the score and it looks like, oh, you know, they weren't in it. But when you actually watch the game, they've been in every single football game, especially the last three weeks. 